It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy Ryback. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this fine Wednesday. Appreciate all the love and support over on Instagram and TikTok as well. The big guy Ryback22 on both platforms. Live streaming over there, guys. You guys can't you guys can't see the questions. I always try to, to answer them or to read them aloud before I answer them so that you guys understand what I am answering on there. So we always encourage. Uh, if you're streaming and you want to be uh, subscribed to the Ryback Show for free, swing on over to Ryback TV, hit that subscribe button, turn on those notifications. Doesn't mean YouTube's going to send them to you, but go ahead and hit it anyways, and then we can answer, get your questions answered over here. If not, and if you're happy just viewing over there, I do try to get a question. If I could see them, it's a lot more difficult with the, how they, they come and, and they, they tend to go a little faster on there. And uh, and we tend to get a lot of like feed me more and chips comments on, on, on those it's the society we live in this day and age. We always stream live here on YouTube, Ryback TV, Twitch at Ryback Rules, and Twitter at Ryback. This show, this podcast is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you have a moment on that. And as always, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and among fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly 
on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 at the checkout into the checkout process. You just type that in. You add in your supplements. You add in your Feed Me More, the, the Ryback rules, the Hungry, the Feed Me More merch, whatever it is, the accessories, whatever you want to stock your cart up with, hit that RYBACKSHOW20 in there, put it in, and hit that, hit that enter button. And you get 20% off your entire order. Compliments of the big guy. And we're back. All right. Uh, up early this morning, 5 a.m. Hashtag hungry. Waking waking up hungry with the need to feed. We've got new marketing videos being done with that being in, in the intro, actually, with the power of being hungry. Some uh, different marketing things we're doing. And uh, just, just trying to continuously really hammer home that hashtag hungry, that mindset to people that has allowed me to do so much and overcome so much. Got a big workout again today. A lot of shoulder stuff. It's the same consistent routine week in, week out. I feel fantastic and uh, really, really happy with the way everything's going. My uh, massage therapist, Wasana, who has played such a key, key role in getting me to where I am. She's back uh, this weekend and we will resume. I've been with her for three years. She's without her. I'm, I'm, this is not not possible. I would have made a lot of progress still, but nowhere near. Like she's she's broken up stuff. I I would not have been able to get, and nobody seems to, else seems to understand. And uh, which just further just gives me that clarification that I know I've been blessed and protected, and kind of some of the people I've come across with all of this, and and how. Um, I believe I'm going to be the first athlete to ever overcome needing a five disc fusion. I've already overcome that. I'm, I'm healed on that and, and needing a right shoulder replacement, um, which I know it's not easy to understand that because most of the time for people that have this happen, they're done already with their, like they're done, done and they're older and they kind of, you know, they're disappearing. They, and two, then I think too, the, the difference between them and, and me is people, their careers were done. And old, whereas I had this happen in my prime and, and I was, I was highly motivated. Um, and not to say, I think I would have been highly motivated at any age, but I do understand that the older you get, the less motivated you can be or the less realistic you may think. And I think to me, that's kind of the mindset thing is I never ever believed for one second that this was going to be it. I never accepted it. I didn't care who told it to me, multiple doctors. I didn't accept it. And uh, you can call that being stubborn. You can whatever. I just call it being hungry and believing in yourself. And oftentimes you'll see the people that are the most successful in life have just a, a, a self-belief beyond anything that anybody else can comprehend. Uh, and, and with that is why you're able to overcome ridiculous things and achieve success and, and do cool things in, in your life. And um, and, and I, I, I truly believe I just that's just something I've always had in me. And um anything I ever do or ever, ever attempt to do, I've always just attempted to do my best, whether I talked about it in the other day at the Gold's gym, whether I was, I was working a little kid working the, the, the front desk at Gold's gym, uh, and just doing every little task that I could, uh, to try to, to make that place better. 
uh, whether I was serving in a restaurant, you know, working 12 plus hours a day, sometimes 15 hours, 16 hours, um, opening to close and, uh, and, and just trying to give people the best experience possible, working on my talking, getting better talking to people, communicating, um, having fun and interacting with people and being more social. And I used that time to develop skills that helped me in pro wrestling that got me rehired and allowed me to have a lot of success in pro wrestling where I was light years ahead of where I was prior. And now I'm light years ahead of where I even was in all of that because I've continuously just tried everything I do, just try to learn and apply and better myself and, and try to do my best just to, to not compare and, and, and to get down because we're all incredible in our own unique and individual ways. Um, and I think one of the cool things too is, is realizing that all people have that ability to be special um, if we if we can truly tap into our mindset. And, and that's one of the things I try to stress and get across to you guys. Um, and and it's, it's people that are on TV or people that, that, are, that are doing well, they're not – they don't have anything that you don't have already. They've just learned or had they had parents that taught them something or people that taught them something at a different point in their life the majority of the time. And mindset, mindset is the one thing that is more powerful than anything. And that's what I just tried it to, to try to communicate to you guys. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you flip burgers at McDonald's. With the right mindset, you could be so happy and fulfilled in your life. And you will, I'm telling you, you will find things will happen to you and opportunities will come and you will live an amazing life over time. And it, it's really, that's the, the key is just trying to, to stay on that wavelength as much as possible. And, you know, and it doesn't mean just because someone flips burgers at McDonald's that you're not a successful human being, but people, you get, a lot of people get caught up in this day and age too of like, the TV stuff and sports stuff. And it's, it's each individual life has its purpose and, and it's what you choose to make that your purpose and how you, how you, the mindset that you take into whatever it is that you do each and every day. Right. And so, and that's just all that I try to do with, with this. And, and I know from the messages and things, I know it gets across to a good amount of people. So. <clears throat> all right. And let's get ahead and go into some questions here. I will say, and I'll address, because just in case, uh, I posted the video the other day, and I'm not even saying the guy's name anymore. It, it's given me such a negative feeling uh, of what this person represents. But on the on the TikTok, because it was funny, because it was a it was a funny video, and the I actually was going to invite the guy on the show, and I did. And he, the message was up for 20 minutes for him to see, which he's mysteriously now has not seen before he was blocked. He was going to be blocked from the beginning anyways. I, but I communicated for Friday at 10 a.m. to come on. But after I saw how they're reacting, and then the the you see the people that follow him in the, the that whole little crew, that whole deal with that, I think it's absolutely hilarious now not to have him on the show and let him just keep making posts about me and have his followers making posts. And I think, <laughs> because I know that's going to, the guy I think wants to be like famous in like some sort of, he's some sort of like, he wants to be some sort of like odd. He thinks, I think maybe he's like Pat McAfee or something or like, I don't know what it's insane, but I go, Oh, I'm not for sure. Now not going to have this guy on the show. <laughs> Cause that's going to drive him crazy. A million times more. And I don't think I can have, but I'm, I'm looking at him 
And I just tell you, he literally represents everything that I loathe about that portion of the wrestling uh, mark community. Like, everything that's wrong with it. So, the uh, but the invite was literally there. And by the way, I do a live show. So, it's like they're the, the use common sense people that just because the guy's blocked doesn't mean, though, he, he, he still can't come on the show. But now I think it's just going to be funny not to let him on and drive him crazy because Ryback's scared. I've had people on here how many times? I don't think I've ever once, you know, but say whatever you need to say and keep making posts about me because let me tell you how that helps me. Your community, those people hate me regardless, right? But the more attention you give me, that attention, the, the video finds good people in that process. You just help my numbers further. Cool. Just keep me, keep me the, the most active pro wrestler going to be coming back only under the rock and great Kali, right? And great Kali has all of the country of India. So he doesn't count on that. And I love the great Kali, but literally more follow than any pro wrestler. And then he tries to say, I'm such a detriment to, the, <laughs> to, to TikTok and wrestling, the wrestling community. And I just go, take a look in the mirror, buddy. And, uh, and then too, once it was, I, I realized he had LED lighting and glow in the dark stars in his bedroom. I just... Like, I mean, what do you, like, what are we dealing with here? He literally lives at home. He's the stereotypical angry, angry Mark. And I just, just, you know, oh, man, just focus on your life and try to do do good, man. Because, like, you're not going to stop anything I'm doing, no matter what you say. And uh, I truly got a kick out of that because you truly the definition of, of what everything we talk about with that that kind of wrestling fan, if you want to call them that. Uh, all right, let's. I've got a super chat coming in hot today. Starbucks coffee money coming in hot. Tyler uh, Sugru with the ten dollars super chat. Good afternoon, Ryback. My my top five dream matches for you are one Ryback versus Goldberg, Ryback versus Brock Lesnar, Ryback versus The Undertaker, Ryback versus Bobby Lashley, and Ryback versus Batista, all at Mania. Well, I think those are all fantastic matchups. I don't know if they're all possible at this point in time, but specifically with with probably with, with Undertaker and Batista both being done. But Ryback versus Goldberg, you never know. If if WWE gets gets their act together on that settlement, that is something that could be could be possible. Ryback versus Brock was another match that I always wanted, and Ryback versus uh, Lashley is another match that I would be highly interested in. Uh, and and I am. Uh, I like all three of those guys. So the, uh, but that falls on them to, to get their act together. And uh, we'll see with all of that, but uh, we'll see the trademark cases continuing and uh, I'm cutting off. I'm having my attorney cut off all communication with them uh, unless they make the the offer that I want. And that's it. Otherwise I'm going to win the trademark and I don't care. Like I'm just so past it with everything they wasted. I told you five months of my time, uh, to come back with something that just um, literally right away. Nope. Let's continue. And, uh, but yeah, those are, those are five great or five great matchups, dream matchups. And, and three of those five, I believe are, are possible. Hello, hello. We won't even acknowledge the people that try to, to put things that they don't understand.
let's see here. Questions. Did you enjoy being the general manager of Raw? I've never been the general manager of Raw, so I don't know. I don't know who you think I am, um, but I am not whoever you think I am. No, I will not. I, ben has been blocked. Ben is making multiple accounts, so you guys have to understand as well. I've some some of these people. I've talked about all of this already on the show. Some of these people, I'll never give the time of day to. They they cannot communicate the correct way. They don't know they don't know how to even to to post something without trying to be disrespectful. I'll never give those people any time of day because they're nobodies to me. And what I mean by that they're nobodies to me is that they don't have any significant meaning in my life. And I don't care if they understand me because I know for a fact they don't know what's going on. They may think they could sit on some high horse and understand. They are there, and I will never communicate with that. I shut them out. I block them, and I go. There's billions of people out there. I know, and I know who I resonate with. And if those sorts of people, like I don't care if they understand me or not, because they're never. Those are the types of people that will just go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And I can tell by the verbiage he's using and how he's already rewording things to try to make it match how he how he wants to think in his marked mind. I don't care. Get out of here. Get out. I walk the walk all day long. I've walked the walk on everything that I've ever said and done. Right. So I'm not worried. Uh, I've never done drugs uh, of that nature, but thank you. Uh, what do I think about The Rock uh, possibly getting into politics? Uh, uh, yeah, it's his choice, man. I think once you go that route, your happiness levels, uh, it, it really, it, it's, I think, cool, great. I think everyone gets into, not everyone, but I think a lot of people do try to get into politics with like thinking, you know, that they could be a positive influence and change. The whole system is so, in my opinion, broken and corrupt, which you'll hear like guys like Bernie Sanders talk about in different things and different people that are involved or, or maybe older that, that have been in the system. And um, it's just, there's so many other, the way the world is going and you hear people talk about this, we're, we're, we're literally going where like the, the elite billionaires are merging together and like the, 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 the hardworking middle class and, and everything under that is, is, is in a very dangerous position. And you just see the way the world is going, and it's it's pretty. It's it's like ah, uh, and like I don't think one it doesn't like it's going to take. It, you need as many equal people of wealth of of wanting to do right. You know what I mean? And it it's 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 a very dangerous thing. Like there's so many things wrong, right? That uh, like it's and we're so far into it. it it's pretty scary. You know, I, I'll never, you know, if he wants, that's his choice to want to get into that. But I think it's a very, he will, you know, the, the, it will, you'll see a lot of people that love him will turn on him really quickly, regardless. And like, right, he, he could do nothing. He could just affiliate with one side of the political party. Half, half the other people instantly hate you, right? It's so like, it just you just see, it, it, it's really, I don't know, it, it, it's his choice. But you often see he's at that age and he's life experience and, you know, in, but you're dealing with lobbyists and people with elite people that have a lot of pull. Unfortunately, politics aren't just politics. They're, they're intertwined, you know, with, with, with the elite wealthy people on this planet. And 
it's um it's a scary thing but you know it's his like i said hopefully can can implement some positive change over time if he is to go that route but it's you'll get people then you go that route you'll get people that love you and look up to you and then you'll get as equal as many people that that just completely despise you and loathe you and and it's a very just stress filled thing you know that's why i always say like brock lesnar i i feel like i relate to brock even though we're different on so many different ways but in the sense that like he like just goes and lives in the middle of nowhere like that's what i want like i think that's true happiness you just be able to be grow your own fruits and vegetables if you hunt you hunt but grow your own food but be away from all the chaos and the madness and just like just be happy and let all the people that are like all living let them all be miserable and right but this is the world we live in and it's I don't know. It could be stressful. I like AEW a lot, and uh, I think they will. I think they could. I, I messaged Tony on on Twitter last week, and I actually I meant this. If they would really, I really think if, and because WWE has done this, the company that gets the most of their superstars as popular as possible on social media is going to win in the ratings every week. And granted, the product does go into this. you got to also put out a good product. And I do believe AEW does need storyline-driven. I think you need more character development. I think you need to consistent people on Dynamite each and every week. You, I, I think you got to cut back on, on mixing it up too much. Like, again, Wardlow's been one consistent on that program every week, and he's, he's now has a lot of attention, right? A homegrown star. And I said this last year. I said he should be on Dynamite every single week. This was before when they had him doing stuff on, on the on the internet show with that. And it look, it, it pays off. And you could do that with multiple tech people. You need to do that, though, with more. And I think they're going to – the more people you have – and I said the more people that can get over on TikTok, and, and that's the place. TikTok is going to be the is the fastest-growing platform. And the, the company, they can get most of their superstars over on TikTok and grow their following and grow their brands and go tell your talent, I want you all to go make TikToks and go get as popular as possible. And I want you guys to hustle. You can promote the company if you see fit, promote your matches, promote anything with AEW that you see a court fit, see that fits accordingly. Have some rules. If you want some rules in place for them, because it's their company, right? But say, go get as popular as possible. I want each and every one of you. And if, if, if AEW does that and their superstars go on there and start getting more and more popular, they will beat WWE in the ratings. I, I'm telling you, they will beat them every single week with that. And vice versa, if WWE really gets on the get guys, we need you to go go get over on social media and they stop restricting accounts. I'm telling you, it would be it would do nothing because that is where the people are at. How am I off of TV six years and I no one's even close to me? That's granted, I I think I'm great at social media. I've learned a lot. But there is no reason people on TV every single week, sh they should be have more followers than me on, on TikTok and are being restricted illegally by the company on everything. And you tell me how that's, it's crazy. So that you, but I've learned all of this because I had to learn all of this. And the people that they think they're on TV and they're complacent and they could be lazy and they go, well, I'm on TV already. You need to hustle. And it's in the brand's best interest to communicate that to the talent. Go get over Go get as popular as you can. We're going to take advantage of that. Because guess what? If you've got 3 million followers on TikTok, there's going to be a portion of those people that tune in to watch what you do every single week. Especially if you guys, hey guys, tune into my segment. I'm going to be on from, from 9.30 to 9.45 tonight on, on Monday Night Raw or on AEW Dynamite. Tune in and check me out. 
people are going to tune in. And if you do that with 30 different people, your numbers are going to go up over time. Those clips get get shared online. You share your clips. The, 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 the organization, the company is sharing your clips. And that's how you grow. So if they let the talent grow together with the promotion, grow your individual spokes, you're going to increase the ratings. You have to reach out to more people like out here in, and on social media because you've already got the, the, that little hardcore number that's floating around. They're there. It's not going to go up anymore. It can go down, but it's not going to really go up anymore. You got to go out and get regular people that aren't watching anymore. The people that go, Ryback, you were my favorite wrestler growing up. Thank you for my childhood. You want those people to come back for every star they used to watch and to get connected to them. And they get connected by talent being themselves on social media and understanding that they're physical actors and they go out there and play a role. People are going to come watch. And I don't think they're stressing that enough. Uh, hello, hello. So easy to shell shock people out of Rybackville. Super chat. Tyler Shugru again. Thank you, buddy. I remember the segment where the Nexus were in the ring and John Cena presented his team for SummerSlam. You guys didn't look too happy when the great colleague came out. I don't, was the great colleague part? I don't. I don't think the great Kali was part of the SummerSlam match. I think he might have just been part of a – wasn't he part of like a four-on-four four match maybe or something? Or a four-on-eight when we did like a – that's what I'm – yeah, if it was on Raw, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know why I don't feel like great Kali was part of the SummerSlam match. I could be completely wrong on that. Maybe he was, but I don't. I don't remember him on that. I've wrestled Great Khali many times, though, as Ryback. He was taken out. Oh, maybe that was it. He was supposed to be in it, and they replaced him. Maybe, was that where Bret Hart came in? Which I got, I took that chair shot from Bret Hart. What a chair shot that was to the back. Oh, that thing, that was, that was a, that was a, that was one of the, I tell you, when people ask, like, what are some of the coolest things you've done in wrestling? I, I tell you, taking a chair shot from Bret Hart at SummerSlam was ranks right up there because that was such a big part of my childhood. And, and granted, I didn't get to ever, I didn't get to like wrestle with him in that match outside of that chair shot, but I got to take a chair shot from Bret the Hitman Hart. That was pretty cool. That ranks right up there to me. Uh, did I enjoy the tribute to the troop show? I did. And it was, you know, I, I wish I'll tell you the one drawback and, and the, the positives were you get to go out there and we got to interact and, and everyone was really grateful. And, and us as superstars are grateful for the service that everyone's doing, helping and protecting our country and, and our freedoms. Right. And it, it, it's really a really cool thing. The one drawback to it is, is I wish that they, they, we had live events always leading up through those. And so you're like completely dead tired. You're driving in the night before getting in, barely getting any sleep. And you'd have to turn around and wake up super early on little sleep to do like the events in the morning and hang out all day before then doing the show. So it was always, everyone's always kind of like frustrated, not frustrated that like to do that stuff, but that there's just no time. It's rushed. Whereas rather than WWE saying, okay, let's just cancel the live event the day before so everybody can get in a day early and get in and, and, and be well-rested, right? And, and then and enjoy 
actually be well-rested and enjoy not being rushed. And that's what I, I wish it was it, that, that, that at least in my experience with those, that it would have been, it would have been more enjoyable in that sense to not make it feel like, cause dude, I'm telling you it's over and done with like that. It's your same routine, rental car, drive to town, do show or, or drive to town, get hotel, get up early, eat, work out, find tanning or whatever it is, get food, go to the arena, get ready, warm up, boom, wrestle, shower, drive, hotel. Next, and that's what it was. It was literally in that loop. And so it's like, you boom, there, done, gone, on to the next town, got to perform the next night. It's what it was, unless it was a SmackDown and then you, you're going home. But if it's the night before, because we've done them where they were on a SmackDown. So it's like, we've done it where you do, we're literally doing Raw the night before, driving three to five hours, getting in one, two, three, four a.m., turn around, have to be up at seven to go do the, the event, sometimes six. It all depends. And it, it, it's, imagine that on such little sleep. I remember just chugging coffee on one of them. I was dead. And and like, they book you for like three, four or five different events to like go and meet everybody, but you're just absolutely out of it. And it, it's great though. And don't get me wrong, like, it's all amazing getting, but you, that's the, you know what I mean? So that, that, when I think of those, that's what I think about always being exhausted and that whole process and, and, and all of it. And you do it and that's what you do. And we like, we, we get through it and, but it's like, you're just on to the next one, on to the next one. Whereas I wish it could be drawn out a little bit so we could actually enjoy and actually talk to people and not, you know, we having to like take coffee to stay awake. And, but yeah, I always enjoyed performing for the troops and have some great photos and memories of that. All right, let's see here. Uh, Nexus, it's sad. Nexus went the way of most NXT talent. Uh, I don't, you know, it's, I don't see, I think a lot of great stars came out of that. And the group is is celebrated and remembered uh, very, very positively and fondly, I feel. Uh, and I feel like that there's going to be, I do believe at some point in time, there's going to be a Nexus sort of, uh, I think there's going to be a cool thing with Nexus at some point in time. I really do. I don't, I just think how they're, I think we're remembered in such a positive light. And I think so many people see what happened that I, I think that they, I think we have a cool moment at some point in time. I don't know why I've always believed that. And even with all the, like, it just, it's, it, I, I think it could be done under, I, I already in my head already know how it's done. And I've, I've talked about it briefly before I think on feeding time, but like, I, I really like to me, I, I have in the vision in my head how I've always seen it with everything that's gone on. And uh, I really, I see, and it's not, I don't see Nexus even having a long run. I just see Nexus having a defining moment, you know, and, and not to say I could like, this is, I, I don't even, we won't, we'll just save it because I've talked about it before, but it, it's, I do see it at some point in time. Uh, yeah, if you saw a video, yeah, Edge and Jericho have talked about it. I've always been transparent and honest about everything on, on things. So I think and you guys, I've tried telling you guys about how that person was on things and people, you get attacked and criticized with it. And it's just like, no, you either know, or you don't. The, if you're sitting at home, you don't know. 
Let's see. Let's see here. Um, never been unemployed. I currently run Feed Me More Nutrition along with like even just this stuff all is revenue generating. I have probably 10 different revenue streams coming in at any given point in time. But Feed Me More Nutrition is, is the bread and butter with that. Make twenty money 24 hours a day on that. And I, I worked really, really hard to get that all in place. And that will always be my most profitable, lucrative thing that I do, even with wrestling. That business is, the supplement business is by far going to be the biggest thing. William Schaefer, good to see you, buddy. Super chat. Do you watch the show Pawn Stars? Did you ever visit their shop in Vegas? I've driven by there multiple times. I I have I used to watch the show uh, a bit more. I, I haven't. I've seen an episode here and there. Uh, if it, if it's on and it's something more recent, I, I have watched a few of those. Um, I do know the store. It's funny. The store is not nowhere near as big as what it feels like on TV. And I've heard a lot of people say that. And I know from driving by, um, I don't. It's not like small, small. But it is. I think sometimes TV can we get this perception of like things being a certain size and then you see it in person, but I've never been in. And so I would like to go in and actually kind of see how things are uh, compared to, to how it comes across on TV. That would be, and I, I just haven't, I just, I'm probably only 20 minutes from it, believe it or not. And I drive by it. I've done food things not far from it. And uh, I just never, never have, uh, never been in. I, it would be cool to just kind of look and see what they have inside there, though. Maybe go sell them my Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> I'll give me five bucks for this. Comp my my feeding time meal for 30 bucks, so I can swing over to the Modern Vegan and go do a feeding time video for free. I'll even sign it for you. Literally just go sell, just give it to him for free, disgusted and walk out. I should just go there with all my Ryback WWE stuff that I just don't want it anymore. And just, just like bring it there. Let them make an offer and say, no, no, you guys can have this for free. I just don't want it. And just leave. That would be pretty, pretty memorable. Chum, chum, is it chum, chum, chum would take, take a bunch of that stuff. Chum's a big wrestling fan. Uh, Dylan, I already talked about that at the beginning of the show of that guy. It's now going to be funny just to not let him on, just to drive him crazy, let him go make a hundred more videos about me and get me more attention. The uh, I, I can't even deal with with the mentality of those. Like he is the stereotypical. It, it's I, I would I really like I, I thought like I I gave the invite. And literally gave the, the date and time. And then like over that was up for over 20 minutes before he got blocked. And I just know he just chose not to to acknowledge that. But like the the drama of people thinking being blocked means that you still can't come on the show because the show's not on TikTok. I stream on the but the show's on here on Ryback TV on YouTube, right? And then all the podcast platforms. But this is where it's like so it, it's funny to watch that play out. I'm going to let that play out until I think it's driving them absolutely just 
insane, which they already are. And is the whole you can tell by the whole community of like I'm just like, God, I, I don't think I could even have like a real conversation with him. I, I don't think he's at, up even close to that. Hello, hello. I don't know what my favorite restaurant is. I would pay. Tell me how much for the IC title. Nah. That's, I don't know if I had to pick a mix of old school wrestlers and new school wrestlers, what will it be? That I need that to be well, Mr. Super Chat here. I, I don't know. You got to be a little more specific. Am I doing a promotion? What, like, what's the deal of that? Super Chat, Tyler Shugru again. Thank you, buddy. You were right. Kali was supposed to be in it, but was play, replaced by Brett. Cena said, I want you to meet my team and realize that at SummerSlam, Nexus is history. Yeah, that. so I was ended up being right on that. I didn't, the uh, which I completely forgot. I don't know why I just thought Brett was in it the whole time, but then that's, he wasn't, and he got added. He was, was he, I don't, you know, he did the introduction. I think the introduction was on Raw. They So they, they promoted the Brett Hart prior, the week before SummerSlam, if I'm not mistaken. That was out in L.A. We were out there for a week. That was a good time. That was really – I remember doing signings, and like, and then we went to Hawaii, and then the whole ankle thing happened, and, man. But it was all, all for the best. It was, But it was a short-lived but very fun time. I tell you, it was pretty crazy starting off your career, essentially, right in the main event. That was – I told you guys, Jericho pulled us aside and just said, just so you guys know, like, this isn't normal. That you're getting to work with all the top guys in the business in the main event. We were on doing live events, everything. You got to remember getting a lot of heat. I mean, we were, it was, it was red hot. And so we didn't know. We're just like, this is awesome. Like, but he just goes, a lot of you are never going to be in the main event ever again. And I think the only ones that were, were me, Wade and, and Daniel Bryan out of everyone. That were that were in had legitimate main events pretty consistently for a bit, right? And it's and Wade should have been Wade should have been held the held the world heavyweight championship. That was uh, that was another again in my mind is is one of the the greatest. Uh, just just one of the most upsetting things that that didn't get to see that play out. He didn't get to play that role. Because he early on he he definitely was he was there. <clears throat> uh, I took down Billabong. I deleted the the McDonald's Nugget video. I'm probably I've told you guys I deleted some of those food videos, um, and they had a lot of views because I just thought they promoted so much just the unhealthy. Like I took down the Sour Patch Kids one. Uh, the ones where it was a lot, a lot of food, I took them down. I just, cause I don't want people trying to replicate that. And I don't care about the money or the views on them. Um, it was cause it's just so unhealthy, even doing it just, it's just not good. And I don't do that stuff. Like I stopped, I go, I'm not, I just, even especially once I went, I went vegan there. Like I just, it really, you notice that stuff, how bad it makes you feel even worse. 
Uh, we got a guy uh, spamming the chat asking, is WWE fake? The answer to your question is, oh, you've just been shell-shocked out of Rybackville. You didn't get to hear the answer. Maybe tomorrow with a new username, pal. <sighs> I don't know what. Come on, guys. Let's just be good human beings in here. Yeah, uh, thought Scotty Esco's thoughts on Jeff Hardy. Uh, he needs help big time. Yeah, so again, I, I'm not going to – I saw that, and uh, Jeff Hardy was arrested uh, for another DUI, and I believe he's had multiple in the last whatever it's been, how many years, um, and uh, it's extremely unfortunate. And uh, I don't – I don't – I don't. that's the sort of thing, man – and like, you know, I've seen Bill DeMott and Bill being my trainer, Bill's daughter was killed by a drunk driver and he's been, him and his family have now made it kind of like their life mission on going out and speaking and, and raising awareness about this. And he's very passionate. Uh, and when, and when you see, he sees other superstars, uh, he's very, very, very proactive on raising awareness of that. And with the, with the companies, um, we all are human and we all make mistakes, Right with this, but there's something that's, this is the sort of thing. And I worry about this to a degree and being in Vegas where there's a lot of bars and I've seen crazy drivers is, is it just takes a person doing something like that to completely, and, and you, you, you can ruin entire, entire family's life, take away multiple people's lives. A family of like nine people here in Vegas, all were killed by the way, by, I believe it was a drunk driver, uh, that ran a light and they were like in a van, all nine of them died. Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was a disaster. Like you should just imagine, you know, just these situations that occur. Um, and I, I just think that you get to a point you, you got, and you have to me too, if you have money and, and, and I don't know the circumstances of, of what happened in that particular one, um, we're going to, no spamming in the chat, guys. Let me go ahead and hold on. Throw a shell shock there. We're going to put you in timeout. Um, I don't know the circumstances of, of his particular situation. And I just, I, I hope that with AEW, and, and I saw they suspended him and, and, and without pay, I think it's more than like a quick trip to, to rehab. I think it, it's really, you've got to take a step back and, you know, there's just this is one of the unfortunate things that I've talked to you guys about this with the wrestling business for the people that he's been in it for a very 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 long time right and a lot of injuries probably and there's a lot when you live on the road like that there's a lot of like you you become dead in a way inside and you you like it really and that business can mess with you mentally physically with all the injuries and you, you, you create bad habits and I've talked about this and like the, you, you, you know, you, you have a few beers to go to bed every night and then you need to do a little bit more than they have to take maybe a shot and a few beers. And then you're, you're doing, you know, just half a bottle of Jack Daniels to go to bed or to, to, to relax after being so strung out or you're injured and they, and you're smoking and, and you're drinking and, and then you're popping some, some, 
uh, NyQuil and Benadryl to go to bed, right? And then one one day turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into a year, turns into a 20-year, 25, 30-year career. Just imagine, like these, you do these things, and this comes from like that WWE of living on the road all the time. It's not so much if you're just gone here and there. It's more so when you're, they were in the WWE system for a very long time. And I say they, him and Matt and, and Jeff, and Matt had his issues and overcame them and is very focused and family oriented. Right. And, and it, it, so it can be done. You can, you can overcome this. And, and I tell you, like I left and, and I've always been self-aware to not let these things get out of control. Like, Oh, I like to have a drink from time to time. I just do it once a week and I do red wine. And I found, cause I, I learned myself and I, I quit chewing tobacco cause that was something I did in wrestling that was really bad. And I, I didn't, it just didn't fit with who I was. And it was it was done out of loneliness and, and it's a sense of just like comfort in a really odd way. And everyone finds that thing for them in some way to it, like it, it's just there's something with that. And so I just hope that you can take the amount of time that is needed. And AEW, I feel, will be supportive with him and uh, and give him that time and hopefully and address because it's the root. You got to find what's the, the root problem, like why. What you know, it's one thing if you do this stuff on downtime and like you have you got to learn how to do it at times to control it. Like, hey, maybe you just do it before bed. You have some drinks before bed. Maybe you do it and whatever, right? It, it's not it's, if it's not out of control, you're not hurting anyone. But when like you're driving and, and then there's and he was supposedly as bad as is what they said, that could end up that that's just circumstances, right? It depends. That could be a really really bad situation. And I, and I think that's what you don't want to see see happen. And um, so I, I hope because he's doesn't mean he's a bad person or it's just that the people have issues and problems and you got to try to get to the root of those problems on on why. And, you know, I, I just think in this day and age, though, you know, drinking, this is why I think the bars, there just needs to be better rules in place. I don't see how it's even... I don't think it should even be possible to drive somewhere and even even be able to order drinks. It just doesn't make sense. We already know it's wrong. It doesn't take more than one or two drinks to be past the, the legal limit for most people. Granted, it depends on, on how long you're there. and But for the most part, right? It, it, it's in the, like, you know that if you're a server or something and you like, it's just odd to me, those rules and everything's always been driven kind of fueled by money, but like, it's a real problem. And I think you got to we got to look at that and go, well, how can we we got to take that away where people are more prone to take an Uber or get a ride. Go have fun, but just don't drive. Right. We have so many different ways and money's not an issue in that circumstance of taking an Uber. Shouldn't be right. So I think that's where a lot of people get they get frustrated and see that. And um, and hopefully just the, it's the, this is the end of it. And we're all we're all prone to, to, to making mistakes and no one's like, it's just, you don't want to ever see anything when you see something repeat, repeatedly happen and repeatedly happen. And, and right. Then you just, it's, we got to do something. Right. And so hopefully this is it. Trader Joe says you were one of the last physically imposing wrestlers WWE. 
So many just look like regular people now. Thank you. No, thank you, buddy. And uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, I feel I've got the prime years, true prime years uh, ahead of me. And uh, I've been blessed to overcome everything. And um, I'm in fantastic shape right now. It's just, and I, I'm working very hard to just, I want to, I want to just, I never want to be in pain ever again, like I was and, and have been. And, and it's taken a lot. And, but I, I put a lot to you know, looking and what I, I just believe in no matter whatever you do and whether it's being a pro wrestler or not looking and being the part, I think that is such a, such a key. It's like, it, like I've said, Terminator. Arnold, if Arnold is not the Terminator and you, you took, you know, a, a four foot, three foot eight, or a small person and, and dress them up as Arnold and said, this is the Terminator. Yeah. Would people go watch the movie? Yeah. There were, people would still go watch the movie, but it never would have become what it became because he made you believe he was the Terminator and he, he played that role to perfection. And you can say that for a lot of different movies. Pro wrestling is the same exact thing, and you have to cast talent in the correct roles as, as much as possible. And the further you get away from that, you see the issues that come with that over time. It doesn't mean those people can't play key roles in pro wrestling. You just have to make sure you put them in the appropriate roles for how they physically look, right? And you could always there can always be, every once in a blue moon, an exception to the rule if there's certain, certain elements of somebody that's truly, truly special. But just to sit there and just cast 40 different people in roles that they should not be in. And that is why people have cashed out and checked out with that. It's not, you don't see UFC and pro wrestling is the illusion of a real fight and physical acting. And there's a lot of different things that make pro wrestling pro wrestling. But you don't say UFC, like Conor McGregor is the biggest draw in, in UFC, right? You don't see them. Brock Lesnar has been a huge draw for them as well. Right. But you don't see them go or but we'll say someone, Kurt Francis Naganu. You don't see them going, oh, we're going to Connor's our biggest guy. We're going to put everything into Connor uh, and, and we're going to put him in for, for the heavyweight championship. You don't see them do that. Then go have Connor beat Francis. Right. Why? Not to say that in certain matchups with certain things that the impossible couldn't be done. But ninety nine point nine percent of the time, there's a reason why they have weight classes in there with that. OK, with that. Because it's a real thing, right? It's just the way that it is. And that, then that, that, but you, you protect that that talent and cast him. He's he's in the, this division, and he is the best of this division. And you don't insult people's intelligence, at least not too much. And that has been the biggest issue with pro wrestling. Why is Wardlow working? Because he, they finally, if someone has finally cast the right guy in a role that is believable, right? And people are buying into it. It's not rocket science. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. You just need to have the the the, the intelligence to look at somebody and go, "This guy can make me a lot of money," but we're not going to we're not going to try to blur the lines on this stuff too much and try to tell you that this is the Terminator when this guy should be playing the elf. We're not. And that's just the way that it is. <clears throat> yeah, I actually just saw that. He's actually going to be taking on 20 guys. The uh, We're going to shell shock out of here. Thank you for playing. The uh, I don't know. What the, I'm telling you guys, 
they got to be careful. Not that the you need you need to know where you're going to go with him because you've got some good momentum, and this is it. It's the, the this is where story comes in, and they're going to find like you need story. Like the 20 security guards feels like an extension of the MJF thing, kind of right. I thought that was over and done with ready to move on to the next, but we'll have to see. I don't know where they're going to go with all of it. Maybe it leads to something, the new storyline tonight. So that, that'll be interesting to see, but I tell I am interested when I saw, I go, Oh, that'll be interesting. I want to see how they do this. Yeah, yeah, that's a good example. Adam Cole, Cole versus Samoa Joe, a perfect example. That you you literally have a super heavyweight against a featherweight, if that. And that's what that's to me. And there's nothing like, and I, I like both guys, but you just don't. I, you got to be. I'm telling you, what would people will tune in and come to? They literally go like, "What's this? Is what what's going on?" And it's 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 a real thing. I just think you have to be very protective of of talents specifically using people that are larger than life the 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 better you protect the larger than life talents and you know guys that are good it's not saying that no it's guys that are good it, it's like it, it's that's it goes a long ways to improving the numbers Eight Wardlow can beat most guys on the AEW roster, but I'm beat, beating 20 guys is pushing it. Um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. We're going to have to see how they how they lay that out. WWE's done some pretty ridiculous things of like, I know they've done like 10 on two tag matchups, right? We've done some pretty, when it was over there, crazy things. When they're pushing somebody or some teams, um, but but twenty on on one is pretty pretty crazy. If I were them, I would find a way to do a power bomb on, in, in different areas of the ring and outside. All twenty guys take a power bomb at some point. I would set that whole match up for that of getting quick to the point. Bam, bam, bam! Everyone, how they design it to where it's believable of getting strikes on twenty different guys somehow, and then go into like. Boom, one power bomb in the ring. Boom, a power bomb over the top rope, and it takes out maybe three guys or four guys, and they're all gone. And then something else with a power bomb on the outside onto the mats, onto another guy, maybe. Then maybe a power bomb onto the steps. Then power bomb a guy through a table. Boom. And then finally, some sort of big end it on the biggest power bomb of whatever that is. And maybe it's a power bomb standing on the top with your feet. And I've done, you could stand and get this position and the guy where you power bomb him from like the second rope where you're standing kind of on the second and you use the ropes to, to stagger your legs. So you have balance with that and through a table of the guy on it in the ring, something crazy, all out chaos. He, he would be insanely over if they did that tonight. Well, he's already over, but that would be like, if I see that you want to make something, a train wreck with 20 people, give out a massive amount of power bombs outside of something different than what you've done with it. And that would be like a, just a power bomb, just train wreck.
I don't know what lays in store, lies in store for Veer Mahan. We'll have to wait and see. Jake Truman, good to see you, buddy. Always appreciate. Bam, super, is it, it's like a, it's an empty super chat. I always appreciate the support, Jake. I hope you're doing well, buddy. We've got another uh, Tyler emptying the bank account today on the Ryback show. Last one, I promise, LOL. Who is your favorite member of D-Generation X? Mine is HBK, 100%. Um, growing up, yeah, I always liked Shawn Michaels. I always I always liked Triple H growing up, too. I, I just enjoyed the group in general. Uh, I always was a fan of Road Dogg and Billy Gunn. I thought they added tremendously, too, and they had X-Pac in there. I always liked X-Pac. And um, I, I thought they just, when, when Hunter and Sean were just by themselves and they, they brought the, that back uh, multiple times, I always thought it was entertaining in the, in the segments. Always, it was always fun to watch, right, with all of that. I don't know if it would be fun to be a talent on the roster when they were with everything and their political pull and whatnot. But, but as far as just sitting back and not being a part of that watching, it was entertaining. <sighs> hello, hello, hello. Trying to see what other questions. Uh, I chose Shell Shock as my finisher while I was out. And I, I do think, yeah, the, the wrestling matches do need, it's always the illusion of a real fight. And the more, the closer you could stay to that, uh, overall, the better things are for drawing more people in. And there's always going to be, you could always make pro wrestling pro wrestling, but you want to go into it with that intensity and believability in everything that you do. And, and I think that's just because you could do certain uh, acrobatic things doesn't mean that you, you should. I did because I just don't think it, they connect with with the masses. Um, now, not you could do things here and there, and and it's sometimes, but it's not putting in twenty things to put in twenty things. Um, and and when things don't look right, people know. And uh, because at the end of the day, you want to watch the movie, and you don't want to be reminded that you're watching a movie. Think about that. William, what was your question? No, there's no getting out the credit card. It's all a matter of when I see the, the the comments. They they sometimes come through where I miss, and I gotta I gotta scroll. Uh, are current wrestlers doing podcasts for additional revenue streams? It's hard to imagine Ric Flair or Hogan doing an out of character podcast in their prime. Uh, so again, they would 100% would have if that was around at that time. Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think I always see like people can't imagine Stone Cold or The Rock having Twitter in their prime. How not? They have them now, right? And the, how they use them now is how they would have used them then. They would have used it to, to, The Rock would have tweeted some, probably some of the greatest tweets of all time during that period of things and then get canceled eventually. If he, so probably good that they didn't have Twitter during during that period for the things that you were, were allowed to say, right? With all of that. But, but 
people do that now because that is take that's called hustling and taking advantage of things. Why wouldn't you, especially when you're on TV or in your prime, or if not, there's just always why not do something that you enjoy doing that can bring in revenue? If not, that's being lazy, right? That's why I will always laugh too. I'll give you an example. When people, I'll get a portion of people that try to make fun of me for doing the food videos. So by the way, we all eat food. We've all eaten food in our car. Every WWE superstar eats food in the car every single night having to drive. You just, you have to. And I'm sure, but everyone can relate to that. Do you know what it takes to actually go find a new place every week and to actually go set up a camera and to, to attempt to be entertaining or, or to talk for 20, 30 minutes while eating and, and then send that off for editing and put that and publish that? That takes work. Uh, but I can make money doing something everybody else does. So I always, why wouldn't you do that if you could do that? And I could do that for the rest of my life. And be very famous for just doing that. That takes effort. It, but the, the crazy thing, that ties into my branding. with everything. That's why I added that in, because it made sense to add it in. With the whole feed me more and hashtag hungry. Why wouldn't I? Right? And always being known for having a huge appetite anyways. It, but it, it just ties in, and I've, I've honed it with the, the vegan stuff to tie in to be more health conscious and with the feed me more nutrition, right? But those guys 100% would have done podcasting in their prime if they could. Sometimes, guys, what they don't realize, you'll see, they'll be hesitant to do it because I think a lot of times this is a wrestling thing. <clears throat> Sometimes people are so afraid to step out of character uh, and show their true personalities because maybe their character was so loved and they maybe have a fear that people won't love them as much if they get to know them. And so they don't do stuff. And a lot of today's talent that are on, they don't also don't understand how important it is to hustle. And I was like that when I was there. I did not understand the importance of social media when I was there. I hated it. I didn't want to learn about it. I didn't get an Instagram until my final like 10 months in WWE because their social media team wouldn't stop hounding me. I, I'll never forget. We were overseas in England in catering. And I said, Jesus, fine, I'll make one because they just wouldn't stop asking. And I remember Luke Harper was sitting right next to me. Rest in peace, buddy. Brody Lee was sitting right next to me. And, 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 and so I put the first, first photo I posted was me like power bombing him as a rib. Just like, oh, look, I, I find you happy. And so like, go look at my Instagram. It's, it's a, pose, a photo of me and, and, and Luke. But that was the, and I'm pretty sure it was a power bomb. If not, it was me doing something physical to him. But that was, that was why that happened and why I, I finally made one on all of that. And then I had Twitter before, but I, I would use it then go cold on it, delete it for months and like not, not be on it. And it was just, uh, I didn't get it. I didn't even know. I didn't realize. I didn't know <clears throat> dirt sheet stuff. There were so many things that I didn't look and didn't understand uh, of like, of, of like, I didn't know who that, that the, the Dave Schmelzer guy was or Alcatraz with them. I never even had heard of, never knew they even existed. And I just remember seeing like lies would pop up. I'm like, who are these guys lying about me? Oh, well, I've got to go live my life. I'm busy doing this, you know? So, and then afterwards I see, uh, like, I go, man, I remember seeing just stuff put out and lies and just go, that's why I would get tweets on that stuff. Like when I would see it, because these people were just making up lies with it, with it all. But I, I think they would have. And, and I just think it's, but you don't, if you're, you, until you get comfortable and understand this is life, this is the biggest connection. And now I have a, such, Zach Ryder was ahead of everybody on seeing that as far as in wrestling, 
he was the one that got WWE aware of YouTube. And then they took everything from him with all of that and, and screwed him royally with that. But he, like, man, he was so far ahead. And, like, I didn't learn this stuff because I had to for marketing and sales and all my stuff being restricted. I had to learn. I go, I got to get good at this stuff. And I embraced it. And and I've overcome some of the my my uh, the, the, the things I dislike about it by focusing more on the things that I do like with it. Oh, uh, sorry, buddy. Did you ever zip line off the Strat Hotel? William Schaefer. Thank you, buddy. I'm sorry. I didn't see that. I don't know why YouTube is not keeping the super chats that I don't get to. They used to keep them at the top of my screen that like, unless I actually clicked on it and answered it and, uh, they, they have taken that away and I don't know why, where it went or why they would do that even because it, I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to miss a super chat on purpose like that. Um, I've never done the zip line on the strat and I never will. The uh, where in the, for the people that don't know, the stratosphere is the tallest building in Vegas. Uh, which I've, I've been up to the top, I've done the ride that shoots you up, and I've done the ride that that hangs you out and goes in circles. Uh, one I was a kid for the one with my family that the one that just shot you straight up, I would never do that ever, ever again. It was a great time, but just the way of seeing horrific accidents and being aware of like how things happen, like, no. And then the other one where I went out and, and was that was getting that was on a date and and God God please don't let me make that mistake ever again with that that was again fun but I just remember just like like I'm risking it all for this uh, on this I'm risking it all and like I'm heavy are these what if what if if you fall you fall like it's there's no like there's no there's no like maybes it's just game over with that and uh in which i would try to snap my neck out of the way <laughs> punch myself until i knock myself out on the way down oh man <laughs> but i would that the zipline one no i wouldn't even that i don't think there's anything that that could that could get me to 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 go for that one that's i all there's so many things that are like i just i don't like flying and I, I, I don't get me wrong. I like I enjoy it. Like it's 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 fine. But like if I could drive somewhere, I'll drive. I've done that before on California stuff. I'll I'll, I'll ditch the flight and just drive because I like driving. And I I don't like like being in the air. Just like it's it when I don't like not having a sense of control. And, and even though you know things are fine, it's still. I tell you those flights, and I've been on them where you go from. Uh, like to Australia or to India over the one to India. I just remember being over water. You're over water for the majority of the flight. And like where if something's going to go wrong, like it's, you're going in the water. And I just remember thinking like, what, 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 a, there's no worse thing. in like of, of being in that fear of an airplane crash and, and like, it, but like going into the water and then like somehow like you magically survive that. You somehow are, and you're just stranded out there, and there's the situation of all the wreckage and all the the chaos and, and just just destruction uh, of of everything around you, right? And then like, but you made it, 
you made it, and you, but you're out in the middle of the, the middle of nowhere, and then the sharks start circling, and then then there's no avoiding that, and then so now you've had the fear of the plane crash that you survived, and then you're you're filled with joy and that you you're still alive and you're intact, you're not injured or not too injured, and then the sharks get you, and then a whole new fear up. Just to me, that's 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 you messed up, you messed up bad. Yeah, no, you can survive a plane crash. There's no doubt that you can. it all depends on the on a lot of different factors on that. Sport of wrestling, thank you. I will always back you up, my guy. Twitter on Twitter and YouTube, uh, you're doing the best work right now. I don't know how these uh, fans hate on you like this. You speak the truth and facts, and I dig it. Thank you very much. And I, I've said, you know, whenever you you do things, I think a big problem in all of this though is being restricted in the way that I am, and I'm not hitting the numbers on this, on the things like on this. You know, on TikTok, I do this show. I can get a hundred thousand views on this show on TikTok. I can't get that on any other on any other platform. Uh, or my reach, like Twitter's horrible like on everything you you could see this and it's like i it's not that i don't have the following i always did with it i've just been disconnected from them and so that makes like it easier for the hate to to be seen as well you know if you look on tiktok though i'm primarily huge numbers for the most part on things and massively loved with it instagram on things instagram's doing a lot better massively loved mostly positive comments with that and in great stuff and but even here you see how like low everything is here despite the numbers have gone up but like it's really hard when you're being restricted and not being able to grow and be seen and but that the good thing is is i know how to do all of this i'm not going to stop doing all of this the moment all this is corrected and fixed it's all gonna gonna just it's gonna be and all of this is gonna be it will all like just prove the mindset and it's just like pulling that slingshot back more and more and more and more and more and i cannot wait for it to be let go i and i appreciate the love and support and it's really um i think though you look at anything people in life that do anything that times people are doing something and if they're successful or they're doing well or they're just being themselves you're either you're massively loved and you're going to have massive hate as well with that and that's all that it is with it. And it's not that it's not saying that everyone's always going to agree with everything. And like, but if you don't follow anything that I'm doing and you just keep reading negative things on like a lot of them are lies or you just things that just post a, a negative thing with a negative clickbait title. And like, so your experience of, of Ryback is just reading negative things because that's your, what you're doing with your time, even though everything is 99% positive and uplifting and right. That's, I can't control that though. I can only control what I put out. But being restricted, it can make that worse sometimes because it really limits, you know, that that message. And that's why I hate too social media. Go look at my stuff. I'll put out something. It could be me a video, positive quote, something positive and uplifting. Won't be seen by anyone. And they're, it's because they're not showing it to anyone. It's not the engagement will be great on it. I go, how does that only have a thousand impressions when 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 two out of three people are engaging with it? But if I if you post something ridiculous, they it, it gets a hundred thousand or a million views, and I'm like, and again, it's just depending on what they push out on that. But I go in a world you think you would think the social media algorithms would should they should promote positivity. 
they love to restrict people on their comments and things, right? On, on the hate. And I, I'm, I'm cool with that to try to limit hate in a way on certain things. But why not reward the good posts that are promoting love and positivity? Push those out to more people. The world needs more of that. So that's where I don't understand like a lot of this stuff. That that algorithm should recognize this is a positive good post. We're going to show this to a million people because we want a million people to see this to feel good today. But they don't. And it's really odd. That's why, too, you'll see if I'll, I'll post a funny video, but I'll put a real caption with a funny video sometimes. Uh, on like that, that sugar video I did. I put a real message on trying to limit processed foods and eat more plant-based foods and limit processed sugars, right? And because I, I thought that kind of fit for that for just a, a funny video with that guy with the sugar with that. But because I know that at least will be seen. Now, will everyone read the caption? No, but at least it'll be seen more than, than if I just put that post with a healthy, healthy picture. It's not going to be seen by anybody. And that's what I, I just, it's such a disconnect for me. Why, why this is, the things are the way that they are. Super chat uh, from CB says, why do I feel bad after the, the load comes out? Chris, I, uh, I don't know what to tell you, my man. I think that uh, you maybe have some internal issues and uh, you maybe have some conflicting issues of, of what you're uh, watching to get that to come out that maybe you feel guilty and uh, you got you to do some deep, deep self, self-reflection here and, and, and ask, who, who is CB? Who are you? Are you being true to yourself? And, uh, and I think in time, you will you will hopefully find happiness in 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 those moments. <laughs> oh man, you never know what kind of questions you're going to get on the Ryback show. Oh, I okay, Trader Joe. To, to touch the question about podcast wasn't about uh, you. This this is great. I meant the out-of-character interviews seem to ruin the storylines for me. I don't blame anyone for making money. Yeah, so again, I, I okay, on that, I am with you. And I do feel in pro wrestling is different because, like, we see, like, if you go do a movie, in, but even if you go do a movie, oftentimes when you have a good guy and a bad guy in a movie, I feel like they don't do the movies together. Not to say, I feel like it has been done where they go do like the talk shows or some, but usually they go do, they do them on their own. Um, I do think in the sense of today's day and age in wrestling, I think if you were in a program with somebody and in, in that program and for a period afterwards, they're, uh, hold on one second. We're going to go ahead and throw a shell shock real quick. I think you need to be protective of the angle and storyline where it's like, uh, you know, sometimes we'll see, and I know AEW does like the press conferences and things, and I've seen like people like right away talking about like the match and what the thought process was of like, I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel about that. I understand doing it because in like, I, I get it with that, but I, I just think that sometimes it's best to like, I would avoid answering that for, and wait for a few months and then you do an interview and talk about it. Cause then it's done with, right. And it, it at least give like, there's a grace period, but I, I, I understand it. And like now knowing what I know, 
and like everything that you're doing. But you, I, I just think you want to be protective of the angles that you're in in the moment as much as possible. Yes, I do agree with you on that. I, I like I don't want to see uh, what's what, what's the hot storyline something going on. You know. Like, like I, right now, like Roman and, and, and Riddle's being billed for a SmackDown matchup, right? I don't want to see them out of character doing interviews on how much they love each other right now. Let me go ahead and throw another shell shock there, right? I don't think we want to like, man, Roman's so cool, dude. Like, catering, like, man, like, he's like, he got chicken, I got steak. I'm like, hey, oh, Roman, bro, take a bite of my steak. And like, like, he gives me a bite of his chicken. And then, like, Randy, Randy's like watching over there. And like, man, like, he's like, we're like group hug. It's like, man, my bros, we're just smoking, we're chilling, we're like so cool. Man, I love Roman. Like, I don't want to see that before they go on and do the, the, the match on Friday. I want there to be the belief that, like, they don't like each other, right? Like, bro, like, I got my scooter. Like, Roman's walking, dude. Like, Randy, Randy's looking at me like, oh, like, I'm crazy, bro. I'm a lab stone, you know? And I see Roman. I'm like, Roman, hop on my scooter, bro. Like, come on. And, like, we're going around, eating our chicken on the scooter, smizzing, bro. Dude, Randy, so, Roman, so cool. Like, I don't want to hear that on the interviews going up. I want, I want to believe they don't like each other. I want, I want there to be Roman doesn't like Riddle. I want fake news being reported from the company to the dirt sheets that there's heat internally with these two guys. Roman's refusing to put them over, and I want to, I want something that's going to make me tune in. Right. <laughs> I like Riddle. I, I like the character, the Riddle character. It's 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 grown on me from the from seeing him on TV. He's entertaining. I got to come up with another scenario if I do that voice again. I don't. I gotta. I'm trying to think of another scenario that the, those two would, would be in to, to to talk about interviews. Uh, we're going to put you in timeout, CB. No more. The uh, But with that, guys, I think we're going to probably wrap up today's show. We're at 116. I've got the big guys got to eat. I've got to take the dogs out for their little coffee run to get their little pup cup and uh, get them out of the house and, and take them for a little ride. Otherwise, the little guy is very angry with me. And, uh, and then I've got to I've got to do a big workout and a lot of shoulder work and more feed me more nutrition work throughout the day. I actually got to do a little bit right after this uh, as well. Thank you as always, guys. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition uh, available on feedmemore.com. You could save twenty percent with discount code Ryback Show twenty. The also sign up for our email and text message program, our massive savings program. You can save 25% just by signing up for each one of those on your next two orders. If you sign up for each one or just sign up for one, whatever one you, you, your preference on that with that. And every week we send out a big, massive savings uh, for you guys on there to save big on for our loyal returning customers. We have an over 80% returning customer rate on all that. We've got all the new Ryback merch on there. You can check that out over under the merch, under the menu bar, men's, women's accessories, 
drink accessories, all different shirts, tank tops, sweaters, ball caps. Guys, we, we've got a lot of different accessories on there as well. And uh, until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.